Yo, yo, welcome everybody to another episode of the D-Will Show. I am your host, D-Will. Um, I got a very, very special guest coming on today. Um, six-year NBA vet, big three player, a coach, L.A. native, um, Craig Smith, the Rhino. Going to tap in with us in a little bit. Um, I just want to say thank everybody that's watching this live. Let's go and watch it on the replay. Um, if you don't already, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like, comment, share, subscribe, all that. Got my boy Jay Crockett. Jay Crock, what up, Brody? Um, yeah, subscribe to the YouTube channel, all that. Um, I want to shout out 27 Horizon, you know, for creating my all my flyers, logos, anything like that. So if you guys need any logos, anything, please... Uh, reach out 27 Horizon, let them know I sent you, and they'll take care of you. Let me get my guy, uh, Craig, in here with me. My guy. What's going on, man? I, how you feeling? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And yourself? Man, I'm doing well, bro. I can't complain, man. I can't complain. That's good. That's good. That's good. Man, I want to say thank you for, you know, hitting me back, you know, taking time out to come on my show for a little bit, man. I really, really do appreciate it. Never got to really meet you at Big Three, you know, because Mo Charlo, that's my guy. So I came to yeah. a few of um, yeah. Never got to chop it up with you, though. So I, I really appreciate you taking time out, bro. I really do. Oh, man, no doubt, man. No doubt at all, man. That's all love. It's man, all love. Uh, for those that's tapping in kind of late, like I said, this is Craig Smith, L.A. native. Uh, NBA vet, big three player, coach, whatever you want to call this guy, that's what he is. So, man, bro, welcome up, to the Trey? show, man. Welcome to the show, bro. Um, man, the first question I got for you, bro, is for you is how was your upbringing? You know, being an LA native. <laughs> how, when did you kind of get involved in sports? You know, stuff like that. Uh, I got in sports at an early age, man. I seen of uh, you know in California, man. We, we got a lot of gangs and different necessary things, and uh, I think one of those. The the good thing about that for me is it just always put me in a positive place. Um, mm -hmm. I, I seen a lot of violence at a at a young age, and it just stored me into the right direction. Yeah. Um, and in which I'm just thankful for. You know, there were a couple incidents that you know were very scary to me and my family. And uh, from from those days on, man, it was just really about who. Yeah. Now, was it a particular person that kind of put the ball in your hand, or was that what the neighborhood kids were doing, and you kind of grew a passion for hooping? Oh, well, actually, it was my mom's. My mom's mm -hmm. uh, played a little bit. She went to Dorsey. Um, so she hooped a little bit, you know what I'm saying? She had some experience, and, uh, you know, she just wanted to share. She didn't know how much, yeah. like, I would fall in love with the game. But, you know, she yeah. put the ball in my hands, and it was over from there. Now, when was that particular moment for you when you realized, like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. Hooping is, this is what I'm going to do with my life. Man, it's like elementary school. I used to put it in like my my stories. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I was really manif manifesting that I wanted to go to the league. It was that important for me because I really knew like this is something that I really loved and it was a passion and a dream. And I knew that I had the opportunity to really go out and make it as long as yeah. I believed. Yeah. Okay. Now for you, when you were coming up and you were hooping, who were some of your favorite players coming up that you watched that you kind of was like, okay. 
They kind of make you love the game a little bit more. I was born across the street from the Great Western Forum, man. I always tell this. Like, I was born across the street. So, like, Magic Johnson to me, Mm. um, Rodney Rogers, um, Lloyd Vaught, Charles Barkley, Bernard King. Ooh. I mean, the list can go on, man. I, I watched some old Will. I mean, I'm I'm a real student of the game, you know. Yeah. I used to like Hal Greer when he played for Philly with Will Chamberlain. He had a nice, like, little hezzy where, you know, in a fast break situation, he'll come up, act like he's going to the rim, but pull up for, like, a free throw line jump yeah. shot. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like, like I don't know. I, I, I love players. And mm-hmm. I just love the game. And I'm always looking to, like, make myself better too you know facts facts okay um for you do you have a particular favorite moment in your career that's just like top of the line for you man there's so many i mean like i said um being able to come back and play for the la clippers um that was something like i would like that would be one of the best things that ever happened being able to come back home play in front of my family and friends um having magic and kobe wish me back you know, yeah. I thought that was something cool because it lets me know, like, they're big-time students of the game and, yeah. you know, know where I'm from. So, like, that was cool. And, I mean, for me, um, always playing in the garden. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've always had good games in the garden. Um, I love the energy. I love the history. Um, it's one of the meccas. Yeah. You know? So, um, that that one really gets me going, playing playing in the, uh, in the garden. Okay. Um, for you, you know, I'm pretty sure you talked about this before. I know you guys got a podcast. Um, yeah. For you, who was one of your toughest matchups ever? Um, man, one of my toughest matchups yeah. is actually a dude named Mark Jackson. <laughs> he was strong as hell. Uh, Mark Jackson, I think he played for Philly at the time. He's playing for New Orleans. Um, Mark Jackson was a real, real strong dude, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, a tough battle. And I mean, I always had tough battles every day, like my rookie year with KG. That's how I felt like I got on the rookie team so easy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. So, because um, I, got, I got to go at a Hall of Famer every day. I got to learn from him. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that was always one of my toughest battles. But yeah. then I felt like after playing KG, like, every day in practice, like, going against other guys was kind of easy, except for, yeah. except for Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan was a beast. And, and, like, he's a funny dude, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, he's kind of got that Steph uh, attitude towards things, you know? Just yeah. a funny guy, not really getting mad all the time, but, like, yeah. shows his passion. Yeah. He kind of like a, uh, like a slow-mo, but it's like he going to do it how he want to do it. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, for you, you know, not whatever you're willing to share, for you, what was kind of something personal or kind of something that you had to overcome that kind of made you the man you are now? Uh, like I said, um, um, there's just different situations. Um, yeah. I had to learn at a young age just about violence, gun violence. Uh, my brother was shot in the head mm. um, when I was about eight years old. And uh, those things, like, really changed the nature um, of my mindset of really wanting to be positive and really going after my dreams. And, I mean, just having such a strong mother endure that and then, you know, keep being positive towards me and telling me that I can do anything I can put my mind to, I just really start going to work. And then, like, from there, I, I would there was these pivotal points where I would be up at Fairfax High uh, with, with my good friend, Miles Norvell, 
and um, we're just shooting. It's like 6.30 in the morning. I'm getting there before my coach, Harvey Katani, and I would love Harvey Katani one day to just, like, explain that because I want to hear, like, his side of it. You know what I'm saying? You're seeing a kid come in here every morning, and, like, and he beating you here, and he in a full-drenched sweat, you know? That's when I knew I was starting to develop routines because that would be my first one. That would be my first workout. Then at lunch, I'm getting shots up. Then at practice, I'm practicing now, but I done got two practices ahead of y'all already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was my mindset because I knew, like, well, one, I'm not the only person in the world that's playing basketball. There's mm -hmm. millions of people playing basketball. And let's think about it. New York ahead of us, London ahead of us, Paris ahead of us. Like, this game, this sport global. What do I need to do to differentiate myself in this game? Yeah. Because everybody nice. Yeah. Everybody's a good rebounder. Everybody's a good scorer. Everybody can play defense. Well, not everybody can play defense. Let's keep that a buck. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, facts, though. Facts, for sure. You know what I'm saying? But, like, what you going to do to differentiate yourself? And that's kind of – you got to, like, take yourself out of the, the regular perspective. And that's when I'd say, like, shit, I ain't had no trainer. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have no trainers. I didn't have no nobody trying to teach me, hey, you need to do this. And I had to learn on the fly. I had to learn in pickup. I had to learn in practice. I didn't I wasn't able to have a trainer spend an hour with me. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I feel like it's a little bit more special on my end. Because it's like I really built that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and you can. But I get it now because in this game, like the high school game has changed a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit more closer to college level where you're working with guys who work with pros and you're working on these different type of moves and stuff like that, different settings. Like, it's just different energy. Yeah. But. Okay. Uh, I know this question for you, bro, because being from L.A., y'all got a crazy amount of hoopers. But for you, if you were, if I had to tell you, give me five guys that you're going to pick to play five black top guys. ball with. Oh, five guys? Okay. Five guys you're going to play blacktop basketball with. Let's say you're going to play the Chicago's, the New York's, the Houston's, and all that. Blacktop ball. What five What five? are you taking with you? I got to take Baron and Paul. I got to take Baron and Paul Pierce. I might have to take Clay with me. Mm -hmm. Tyson Chandler. Killer. Um. Oh, this is hard. Um. Nah, I mean, but I mean, I, I love. Uh, let's be honest, Josh Childress. Give me Josh too. Uh, I'm. I gotta bring guys off the bench too. You feel yeah, me? I gotta, gotta bring my boy, my boy Joshua Blunt off the bench. I need Frank Nitty. I need Demar. I need poo. <laughs> hey, look, it's just, it's too That's many what I'm of saying. us. Y'all got so many hoopers, man. Too many of us. Bobby, yeah. like, come on, man. Bobo, like. Crazy uh, amount of hoopers, man. Crazy amount. Crazy amount. But, I mean, that's that's just what it is because it's just like we got so much talent out here, man. Yeah, definitely. definitely. We got so much talent out here. And definitely. Yeah. But I will yes. say, I'm, I I, I got to put this out there. I am one of the better power fours in the state of California, if not the best. Talk I will talk. say that. Yeah, talk your talk. Facts. Hands um, down. For you, bro, let's say you can have dinner with five people of your choice. 
Dead or alive, who is at your table? Who are you sitting there chopping it up with about life, business, hoops, whatever? Any uh, file you want. Benjamin Banneker, uh, Frederick Douglass, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Maya Angelou. Mm, okay. And let me think about this. I'm going to be my fifth. Who would be my fifth? Oh no, maybe Robin Williams. It's random mm. bar. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Actually, no. I got. I got Richard Pryor. Oh yeah, you got to get some laughs. I got to get Richard Pryor. Got to get some laughs going, bro. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That was um, good though. I like that one. That made me think about that. That made me think about that. Okay. Um, for you, what has the game of basketball as a whole? What has it taught you that kind of carry into everyday life? Man, it's gave me an Anthony Bourdain feel. You feel me? I got to learn different cultures. I got to speak different languages. I got to live in different regions of the world. Um, I got to have more knowledge within myself. I got to meet new people. Um, I got to, you know, expand my legacy. I get people that call me Rhino in different languages. Mm. Um, man, it's just so much. It's a thing. It's just a real blessing that a lot of people I can really say like won't have that opportunity to go through. Like, yeah, from playing this game, I got to live and and live in in different facets. I had to have different. I had dinner with different cultures, just asking me about different things. Or, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, coming back to L.A. And, producers want to ask you about your experience overseas so they can write it in movies like man can't write this up man you know what i'm saying it's a it's it's been a real blessing and yeah. there's still more to go facts. Still more to go facts facts okay um for you bro you know who would you like to see on my show that can kind of tell their story a little bit um you know that can just spread some knowledge to the youth that might you know watch this that may need that extra boost in life um man another guy that i like i know he's on my podcast but mike taylor's a great guy with good knowledge yeah. um like i say he's played in the nba and played overseas yeah. um there's a ton of guys there's a uh, josh powell love josh powell love my guy chris copeland mm -hmm. um you know what i'm saying did you you mo already been on here mo mo charlo yeah yep all right then yeah. i ain't gotta say mo shout out to yeah. mo though <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm waiting to hear from uh i'm waiting to hear back from from tay um i think i reached out to mike before too yeah. man it's a it's a it's a bunch man i'm trying to get on this show man definitely definitely get, get all y'all guys before the big three man i want to be at that yeah. all y'all man for real yeah for sure for sure it should be uh, a good year and a good season because you know like last year was just you know still weird it was still dealing with a lot of COVID. so hopefully mm -hmm. this time it'd be more normal and Facts. um we can go out there get a chip i want to win Facts. Facts. uh man bro that was the interview man i appreciate you you know what i mean for taking time i don't want to take too much of your time but no you know worries, it, was, it was super fun bro Anything you want to tell the people, you know, let them know where they can find you, anything you got going on, stuff like that. Uh, follow me at BlackRhino83. I'm on Twitter. I'm on uh, Instagram. I'm on TikTok. Um, just be out soon. Um, be be on the lookout soon. I'm definitely about to have a children's book come out um, at some point this year. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be cool. And I got some other cool projects. So 
So definitely yeah. be on the lookout. What's the what's the podcast info for people that don't know? Um, the podcast is the Underdogs Podcast. Um, it's myself, Mike Taylor, and Jordan Daly. Um, so yeah, check us out on the Underdogs Podcast at man, the Underdogs Podcast. Man, y'all go do that, man. My guy, appreciate you, man. Salute, all love, man. I'll see, you, <laughs> I'll see you this summer at the Big Three, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. See you this right, summer, bro. bro. Take appreciate care, bro. You. Yes, sir.